0: Hurry up, your favorite show's about to start. Grab a Capri Sun, some dunkaroos, and settle in for another episode of the Millennial Movie Club. Mm, no. Okay. <laughs> I, was like, I was trying to do some kind of animal like pun. Parking. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Woof woof. Welcome back. Nice. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. Fuck that. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Millennial Movie Club. We talk about movies of the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s, insert some jokes, give you some fun facts. You know the deal. You've been here before. And if not, welcome back, big guy.
1: Yeah. Or welcome for the first time, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fucking You've been here before. And if not- Welcome back. Thanks for joining us, big guy. <laughs>
1: I'm glad to see everyone here. Um my name is Dan Levine. My fun fact was I didn't have uh any animals growing up. And then after I got out of the house, I just went crazy and would get dogs and foster dogs and get
0: Yeah, you've really overcompensated.
1: It, yeah, I went really far the other way. So <laughs>
0: uh my fun fact is that i did have a dog i had a dog for 14 wonderful years and he Aww. recently died oh i'm so sorry <laughs> it's okay he was uh yeeted off a waterfall
1: wow no i'm
0: just kidding that didn't happen <laughs> spoiler alert if you haven't seen this movie then your childhood is incomplete go watch it and then come back
1: if you haven't seen this movie you're probably a happier person or maybe just like a less emotionally deep person
0: there's a chance you've never cried before if you haven't watched this movie
1: yeah and spoiler alert holy fuck boys
0: (laughs) i cried a lot more than i expected
1: i barely made it through this movie because another fun (laughs) fact about me is my dog also just died in december and then i got a foster dog that i had to finally give up to his forever home that was like a week or two ago and so I barely made it through this movie, like by the skin Fuck. of my teeth. Daniel,
0: what were we thinking? I
1: kept thinking, it was like this was a huge mistake. Yeah.
0: <laughs> really tough watch. <laughs>
1: yeah, it really was.
0: So, if you've never watched this movie and you've recently lost a pet, Maybe hold off. (laughs) Circle back to this episode. Go listen to Mrs. Doubtfire.
1: Sure. Jurassic Park.
0: Unless your parents have recently gotten divorced, in which case don't watch Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) Circle back. Maybe listen to Jurassic Park. Yeah, unless your dinosaur park just went under, in which case-
1: Emperor's New Groove for you, I suppose.
0: Totally. Unless (laughs) the emperor wants to- build his new mansion on top of your hilltop that your family right. has owned for generations, in which case
1: do Joe Rogan.
0: Just stop listening to the podcast. Yeah,
1: I don't know what to do. <laughs> Listen. And we... also if we haven't said it yet, we're talking about Homer bound. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you haven't known up until this point, it must have been a very confusing start to the yes. episode for you.
1: <laughs> Where a cat gets eaten off a of waterfall. where there's some emotional stuff going on.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Some real mind games towards the end, which I did not recall. But (sighs) yeah. shall we set the scene?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. The year 1993.
0: Before the Seavers leave for a family vacation to San Francisco. Not a family vacation.
1: No, it's not. I saw that too, actually. I was looking at it too because I was trying to figure out the exact specifications of his job but it's not a vacation
0: not a vacation and he's a professor so like i don't know we'll get to it before the (laughs) severs leave for a family vacation to san francisco they drop off their pets chance an adventurous american bulldog shadow a wise golden retriever and sassy a cautious cat at a friend's ranch but when the animals start to worry that they've been left for good, the three embark together on a treacherous and thrilling journey to find their way back home through the California wilderness.
1: Ugh, man. Yeah, so I guess we could say right away that that is just not true. No. But this is the first time I ever really cared about it because it's not important at all. <laughs> no,
0: No. The point is you ditched your pets... And it confirmed the fear that we all have, which is like yes. the second we walk out the door, even if we're just running out to get some dairy free milk, they are going to think you abandon them forever.
1: Yes. And that they need to go and protect you because something's wrong because dogs are the best and cats are, are OK, I guess. But dogs <laughs> are really the best. The movie was actually a remake of the 1963 film The Incredible Journey. And that in itself was based on a book in 1961 by Sheila Burnford. And that was based on a true story of her pets finding their way home in the Canadian wilderness, I guess.
0: And that was based on a a (laughs) short poem.
1: It's all like a simulacrum (laughs) or whatever that is.
0: Okay, so a woman wrote a book about her pets, which Mm -hmm. was turned into a movie, which was turned into a movie, which then had a sequel.
1: Which then had a sequel. Right. That's true.
0: Great. This film was directed by Dwayne Dunham. He has directed other masterpieces such as Little Giants and Halloween Town. Oh. He's also worked as an editor on Return of the Jedi and Blue Velvet. So the dude's been around.
1: From Blue Velvet to Little Giants. What a step. that (laughs) is. He peaked. (laughs) And then peaked again.
0: (laughs) He peaked and plateaued.
1: Right. That's what it is.
0: (laughs) Moving on to our animal friends. I mean, can I just say what a freaking lineup this cast is just Mm -hmm. like icon after icon. Chance, that little scoundrel voiced by Michael J. Fox, who we know from Back to the Future. Teen Wolf, Stuart Little, just an icon of 80s cinema. Sassy the Cat, played by everyone's favorite mom, hot mom, Sally Fields. Hell yeah. She's been nominated for so many awards, including two Academy Awards, three Primetime Emmy Awards, two Golden Globe Awards, a Screen Actors Guild Award.
1: They like her. They really like her, right?
0: Oh, sorry. Those are what she won, by the way. She won those. (laughs) She's been nominated for a Tony Award, two British Academy Film Awards. She's just a fucking... We know her from Steel Magnolias, Forrest Gump, Lincoln, Mrs. Doubtfire, aka Daniel's Sexual Awakening. Mm -hmm. That's right. The list goes on forever. She is an absolute, just a gem.
1: And both of them, Michael J. Fox and uh, Sally Field, like, I don't know what it means to be a good vocal actor, but both of them are just so good at this. Michael J. Fox would, like, kind of improve and improvise everything to create these more emotional nuances but it's weird because when you see it against shadow like he's kind of just speaking those lines into it mm-hmm. into the microphone but like michael j fox and sally Field, are, you really like feel like they're the animals
0: <laughs> look shadow's an old old dog It's too old It's just too old. he's giving it his best yeah he is we have robert hayes plays the dad or the new dad stepdad Uh, We know her from Airplane and Sharknado 2. Of course. (laughs) Who could forget? (laughs) And then last but certainly not least, my favorite, Shadow, the old dog, played by Don Ameche, is how I believe it's pronounced. Sure. He's no longer with us, but he was an American actor, comedian, and vaudevillian, so you know his ass was old, and <laughs> he became a major radio star in the early 1930s, which led to an offer of a movie contract from 20th Century Fox in 1935. As a handsome, debonair leading man in 40 films over the next 14 years, he starred in comedies, dramas, and musicals. In the 1950s, he worked on Broadway and in television, and was the host of NBC's International Showtime from 61 to 65, returning to film work in his later years, Ameche enjoyed a fruitful revival of his career, beginning with his role as the villain in Trading Places and oh. won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor in his performance in Cocoon.
1: How old was this fucking guy?
0: I mean, I think
1: he died right after this, right?
0: Yeah, he. They had to replace him for the sequel.
1: He was too old.
0: Shadow is old, okay? He's
1: too. old. He it's just couldn't make of it. Part his
0: charm, like Chance once said about him, like he just looked like the first dog to ever roam the earth. Oh,
1: great, Paul.
0: Oh, filled with ancient wisdom. Okay. Yes.
1: Oh, I love him so much. I love him, too. This is as good of a time as any to talk about the three animals, too, because they were played by 18 different animals. So if you're not a child and you rewatch this movie, you can see like, oh, that's not the same cat at all. Like there's a ton of different cats. Uh, There's 10 cats that played sassy.
0: Oh, my God. I wish I had been looking for it. It's like (laughs) that doesn't
1: really look like chance and it's not.
0: I did not notice that at all.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's a little inconsistency there, but no one no one cared. I mean, there are so many different things that they needed the animals to do. And we'll get into a ton of that in this episode. And I don't think that there is one dog like that could do all of them or one cat that could do all of them so they're like we need sassy to step on these stones across this river and they also wanted to give them a break too
0: right okay we need this sassy to drown in a rapid yes like which one which one of these sassies is cool with water
1: one of them just sheepishly raises her hand
0: (laughs) one sassy drew the short stick yes Poor sassy. Oh man, that makes a lot of sense, though. That makes a lot of sense. But man, I wish I had been looking for that. But I did not notice that <laughs> at all.
1: It's okay. You're too busy being emotionally overwhelmed, like everyone else. I is.
0: couldn't see clearly through my bloodshot, tear filled eyeballs.
1: Me too, for real. Oh, for for Z's.
0: For real. All right, that's not gonna. I promise I won't. And uh, no, I can't make that promise. Okay. Shall what I promise? Rest- I made a fur joke. Oh, God. God damn I'm such it.
1: an idiot. It just went right over my head. I'm so sorry. That's
0: okay. It wasn't a great fur <laughs> joke, but I'll I'll have to come like up it. with some better ones. <laughs> Speaking of wild animals, let me read some reviews. Nice. First coming from Hollis Chacona of the Austin Chronicle. It'll leap up at you, lick you in the face, then curl up in your lap and stay there. Soft and warm content.
1: Ooh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's true.
0: <laughs> I mean, I get what she's trying to do. Yeah. And it is like it's heartwarming. But like if somebody ever watched something I made and was like, "Ooh, your content so soft and warm. I feel a little molested.
1: Maybe someone said that about you who's watched like Plant Daddy and they're like,
0: hmm, this is
1: nice. Like I just want to curl up in here.
0: Very warm. Yeah. Like a moist terrarium, your content. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The
1: terrarium part got me, yeah. <laughs> like that part.
0: Our sweet and furry friend Roger Ebert <laughs> gave this movie three out of four stars.
1: The Dirty dog Roger Ebert, yeah. He
0: writes, so there I was sitting in a theater with a lot of kids watching an animal picture. Worse, an animal picture. He's so old. Yeah, he is. I went to the picture, see? Sitting (laughs) there with all these whippersnappers.
1: The moving pictures.
0: It's the devil's work. Anyway, so there I was, sitting in a theater with a lot of kids, watching an animal picture. Worse, an animal picture where the animals talked. And even worse, not an animated movie, but a live-action film where the animals' lips don't even move when they talk. How do they do it? Ventriloquism or telepathy? (laughs) I say it's the devil. Yes. <laughs> the movie was about a wise old dog, an impetuous young pup, and a snotty cat. People keep giving sassy, like, keep describing her in ways that I don't agree with, like a cautious a snotty cat. Snotty cat. She knows her fucking worth. Do you know what I mean? Like, hits her shtick. Right.
1: She's the most adventurous cat you've ever seen. So
0: she's sassy. Yeah. Okay. It's in the name. But it's even in the, the name. description of the movie. Was like a cautious cat. Like bitch was jumping across rocks in the rapids,
1: catching like eight pound fish for her dog, for, h- hanging out with the dog. Yeah. Just in general. There Honestly, you go. Honestly,
0: she lives her life with certain expectations, and I respect that.
1: Gotta respect it.
0: I don't like cats, but I really do feel like I am a cat in my person.
1: I just can't get behind them. They just make me too – I can't breathe, so.
0: Yeah, that's true. I'm allergic to them, but I do feel like my personality is very cat-like.
1: I'm very dog-like.
0: Yeah. That's why this works. Yeah. (laughs) This is the Homeward Bound of podcasts.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Anyway, back to the review. The movie was about a wise old dog, an impetuous young pup, and a snotty cat. Boo. Their human owners are about to go to San Francisco on business. Thank you. Yes. And leave the animals with a friend who lives on a ranch on the other side of the mountains. But will the animals understand that they are not being abandoned or will they think they're trapped in a nightmarish four-footed remake of Home Alone? I started Mm. to think of possible titles. Bone Alone. (laughs) (laughs) I asked myself what I was doing watching this movie. Then a funny thing happened. I got hooked by the story. I started to like the thing. Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey is a movie frankly designed for kids, and yet it has a certain craftsmanship and an undeniable charm. And if you find yourself watching it with a child, you may end up liking it almost as much.
1: Yes, that's true. Accurate. I seriously think that anyone who doesn't like this movie is a Nazi. (laughs) And I hate to be so black and white about it, but like...
0: I'm sad to say it and I'm glad to say it, but like I could not find any reviews like on Amazon bashing this film.
1: Yeah. What are you going to say? I mean, so... Really? What
0: are you going to say? How are you going to say shit to Sally Field? You're not. Get smacked. Or Michael J. Fox. You're not. No. Or Dead Shadow.
1: Yeah. Oh. So I read two articles. I wasn't trying to look up reviews. One of them was like a high school student talking about how this movie was stupid because the animals talked. I was like, all right, that's stupid. And then the next one was all the animals from your favorite childhood films are dead. And oh, then it just went through all of them. Oh,
0: no. yeah. Ugh.
1: I mean, I knew it in my heart, but God, to just look at it was hard. Like,
0: Sassy number seven was 14 years old. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: We just kept her in for the sleeping shots. <laughs> <laughs> well, when is it?
1: Okay, so 1993, so it is 30 years old. Oh, almost.
0: shit. Yeah, so they're all dead.
1: Those are well dead.
0: Fuck.
1: Shadow's kids are dead. Shadow's kids kids are dead.
0: Fuck. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no animals really live till 30 except for like tortoises.
1: Yeah, and terrariums and sharks and shit. And those oh, aren't the ones you want to Hell no. Fuck with. No. You
0: want them to be dead. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I'd rather <laughs> those things were dead, but I wanted Shadow to survive forever and unfortunately, that's not true. But he did survive th- for this movie, spoiler alert, so.
0: So yeah, while I didn't find any hilarious amazon reviews bashing this film i just pulled the strangest one i could find which is i actually bought this dvd for my cats (laughs) (laughs) i recall seeing these films quite a few years ago it's an uplifting film and emphasizes the love of animals it definitely captures my animals as they tire from watching i end up watching till the end it's a quick film with a heartwarming ending.
1: <laughs> people, okay, so I love animals so much. Like I've dedicated <laughs> a big chunk of my life to animals. People who like animals are also simultaneously like, the weirdest fucking people in the world.
0: I feel like this review separates the dog people from the cat people. I think so too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. Never in my damn life.
1: So the foster I had before this last foster. She would really watch TV. Like I, I'd never been around a dog that would do that before. She just sat there and watched TV. So strange.
0: But like, that's one thing, but like- I know. Look, like if you are a grown-ass adult who just wants to watch Homeward Bound or anything for that reason, you don't have to blame your cats. Just do Own it. Own up, yeah. It's like being like, no, this Amazon order is not for me. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's for all my cats.
1: I bought the lube for my dog or whatever. <laughs>
0: The neighbors were like, that's worse. That is way worse. <laughs> they were like, we'd rather you be using lube and watching Homeward Bound. Yes,
1: that's right. But then again, I mean, they did some weird things to these animals oh, in no. this movie. Not like I'm a PETA person, because I think those people are fucking crazy. But like, oh,
0: PETA person.
1: Pe- not like PETA. Like, you know, like Lois <laughs> says.
0: <laughs> PETA. <Yeah.
1: laughs>
0: No, I thought you were saying like pedophile. Oh,
1: no, no, not like pedo, <laughs> like pita, yes.
0: Like a Greek flatbread.
1: Someone who really enjoys that type of uh, cuisine. <laughs> <Pita>. <laughs> well, I mean, they went to such crazy lengths to make sure these animals were okay. Like every good, scene good. where I was like, how could you possibly make it so that that was not uncomfortable? Like there's a or huge explanation. Good. But like they had to put some water on the cat.
0: They had to put some cat on the water.
1: They did, and fake cat, and mechanical cat, but we'll get to
0: (laughs) it. Was it the same fake cat from jungle to jungle? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yes. That was the only one that was ratty enough to use.
0: <laughs> for the water scenes. Yeah. Shall we dive on into the plot?
1: Absolutely.
0: Shall we eat ourselves off a our waterfall into the plot?
1: I'd gladly do it. I just want to say maybe the best part of this movie is the music.
0: I wholeheartedly oh, agree.
1: For years of my life, that was like playing in my mind for a good amount of <laughs> amount of my life is like looking around
0: yeah we had to do that we had to imagine our own soundtracks back then before we right. had you know airpods and shit just, that's just right hot girl walking around new york city thinking
1: that there's something wrong with their owner <laughs> something's right. wrong
0: right oh yeah the opening music comes in and my first thought was like yeah i'm gonna cry today me too. Yeah. So Chance, Michael J. Fox, is the narrator throughout this whole film. So it's kind of told through his perspective. Tells us that he was abandoned as a puppy, was sort of living on the streets, brought to a to the pound, but then he was rescued by this family where he has all the underwear he can eat. And I was like, Oh, okay. So this is like a every dog thing, because there was a long time where I just thought my dog was a massive pervert.
1: One of our family friends, the Mahoneys, had a dog that would eat like literally anything and one time he pooped a yarmulke and we were just like <laughs> that poor little jewish boy that he devoured
0: What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but underwear like anything
0: mazel my dog would find my underwear anywhere it was and would bring it out into the living room in front of everyone whoever <laughs> whoever it might have been over so that he could feast upon my discharge <laughs> And I just, it's horrifying.
1: Anytime that, I think mostly it's Chance that is like eating anything, when he's eating the underwear, when he's eating the shoe, like Mm -hmm. something about them eating it is like really (laughs) visceral to me.
0: Yeah, they are really having a field day. I'm sure you have fun facts about this, but like how they even get them to like lick each other, like must have been some real. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anywho, um, (laughs) we are at this family home. We learned the family is growing. The mom is remarrying this new man, and she's got three kids. I love the way they say, like, the kids belong to the animals. Right. So the daughter belonged to Sassy the cat. The funny youngest boy, Jamie, belongs to Chance. And the oldest son, Peter, belongs to Shadow the Golden Retriever, who he is described as loyal and a chump. Not true. Not true. Not at true all. at all.
1: It's even burning me up. He would say that Yeah. This is how much I can't hear Have some criticism fucking about respect. this movie. Yeah. Put yeah. some respect on Shadow's name. Oh, oh, really quick. Do yeah. we know what happened to her first husband? No, I conf- we don't. Okay.
0: I think the only real explanation is that their dad died. Their dad di- okay. Because otherwise I feel like there would be way more pushback when the son is mad at him and you know what I mean? Exactly. Just being like, I wanna go be with my dad. My dad would help me. Find my dog. You know what I mean. Yes,
1: and also like it would be weirder that they call him Dad and Daddy so quickly. Yeah, maybe.
0: exactly. That was already weird. So yeah, this couple's trying to get married in the backyard, and Chance and Sassy are just destroying the house. It's clear that these pets don't really get along. I mean, Chance is really kind of like the troublemaker. He's going all over the house trying to eat everybody's food. He's just a mess, and Shadow's just like the wise old sensei trying to keep him in line. Two old ladies mentioned that this family is going to San Francisco and leaving the animals at a friend's farm. The new husband has to go there for work. Right. And they're like, we need to think about what's best for the animals. We'll be in San Francisco in a little apartment. We learn that he's a professor, but they can come back like every two weeks to visit is the Like I didn't, understand, plan. Like, didn't I, understand I don't get that. So the family packs up and hits the road. They leave the animals at their friend's farm and the animals just don't understand why. And it's... Fucking heart-wrenching.
1: It breaks your heart. Peter is like looking out the back of the window at Shadow, who's concerned and doesn't understand. And Chance is of the mind that people leave. Like this is the cycle that happens over and over again. Like he's experienced this. He has no faith in human beings. But Shadow is faithful to a fault, I guess, because he just doesn't understand. He doesn't believe Chance. So he thinks that there's something wrong, that the person that he's tasked to protect is something's wrong
0: chance just does not give a fuck about his owners like not at this point no not at this point he hasn't learned the true meaning of being a dog he will he sure will. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Shadow is just like talking to Peter and he's like, who's going to watch over you? Who's going to protect you? Like, oh, my God. Oh, it killed me. And Chance is just like chasing chickens. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. They just like, well, they're coming back. They're coming back. Chance is chewing up a shoe. And there's this scene where I was like, oh, I think this is an adult joke because He's chewing up a shoe and Sassy's like, Do you have any idea where that's been? And he goes, Oh yeah, that's why I love it. Want some? And she goes, I'm not into leather. And I was like, We're making kink jokes.
1: I thought you were gonna say like that they were insinuating that chance had a foot fetish.
0: I am saying that.
1: Oh, and then she counters with her own kink joke? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure.
0: I don't think I don't think he's kidding, but I think she like makes a joke. Like she makes a kink joke about his clear foot fetish. Maybe that's just how my mind works.
1: For me, I took it as like they really like smelly things. (laughs) That's kind of as far as my mind went.
0: Also a kink if you try hard enough.
1: That's true, yeah. Everything's a kink if you're not a huge pussy.
0: (laughs) That's We're going to make a t-shirt. That will be our first merch. Everything's a kink if you're not a huge pussy. (laughs) And they'll be like, oh, Jazz obviously said that. We'll be like, no. Dan said it. Good work, Daniel. Um, oh, thank you. We need to make some merch. Um, so the farm owner leaves for a trip, and the animals flip the fuck out, and they're like, fuck, this is it. We have to get out of here. Something's not right. We're going. What we're going home. We're getting out of here. Something is keeping our owners from us, and Shadow leads the pack. He just gets the fuck out of Dodge.
1: They constantly like reference Shadow having this like sixth sense about things that he can sense danger. And throughout most of this movie, he's totally wrong, but it's still no <laughs> less charming. Like if he just stayed there. They would have come back, you know, when they go That's to the pound. That's very true, there.
0: actually. He's like, one day you'll have the old dog instincts like me, <laughs> right? <you crazy laughs> but old he's coot. really just like, <laughs> he's just completely senile.
1: But again, it is so charming, and it, it's exactly like a dog. Like, I don't care. I don't care if he's wrong.
0: In that sense, like, yeah, he has dog instincts, which are like, I need to go find my owner, no matter yeah. what, even if it's not totally. He, on he track.
1: misses Peter. And he thinks that he might be in danger, and that's his job to protect him. So they're going to figure out how to get home. And I read an article about whether homing sense is a real thing for Mm. dogs. And there's these like crazy stories. Uh, There's a Labrador who traveled 500 miles after he was relocated. There was like a German Shepherd who traveled 11 miles back to his foster mom. Just like all these instances of dogs being able to find their way back home. They said it was because of a sense of smell. So it's 10,000 times more sensitive than our own. It's also they can detect small variations of the Earth's magnetic field to understand direction, altitude, location they're just like superheroes i think
0: this is why we don't deserve them
1: no we don't thank you <laughs> dogs, thank you for, dogs. <laughs> yeah <for each.
0: laughs> which makes more sense to me now that they'd show up somewhere and they were like on a huge mountain peak like overlooking like nothing like what you see out of an airplane they'd be like that's it and i'd be like how the fuck do you know that
1: shadow's like home is just over those mountains we'll be there before dark first of all dude you're so wrong yeah. maybe you have the right direction and second of all, like the sun is about to set. Right. How can you make it 12 miles over this mountain? So yeah. it's kind of an idiot.
0: <laughs> yeah, is what I'm saying. now that we think about it, the wise old sensei is not really the He's smartest. Losing it. The one time he has like a good instinct and it's like, for some reason, I feel like we should turn around. He's like, nah, forget it. <laughs>
1: It's okay. It doesn't make sense. (laughs)
0: Yeah. So anyway, there's like this weird thing where like the lady who owns the farm leaves a note, but it blows away. And then there's another note that like says something different. We are not alerted that the pets are gone. They get to the top of this mountain range thinking that they'll see their house. And then shocker, they do not. But Shadow's like, I'm going home. So they're running through the – it's like honestly the majority of this movie is just like these three animals running through rivers and rock canyons and forests with this beautiful it's so score great. and it's just lovely.
1: The animals running together that was gonna be tough. I mean number one yeah cats and dogs whatever you might think don't generally like one another but these three animals loved one another they like developed Aww. a really special connection and then so the cat was running to a buzzer and then the dog was responding to verbal cues and not chasing the cat. So there's like a lot of ways to train these animals, which is so incredibly difficult too because like there are subtle motions of them to to convey like that they're sad Mm -hmm. or that they're anxious. And these like animals were so good at doing the things that would get them liver treats is what (laughs) it was. Yeah.
0: It's true. They were incredible. And I did notice there would be like a lot of like shots of the two dogs doing something and like a solo shot of Sassy. Right.
1: Because how is Sassy going to run that fast? She's not. Yeah.
0: Um, I also just loved how it's clear that the voiceover actors were modifying certain things based yes. on the behaviors of the animals. Mm-hmm. So like if they were jumping, if they were tripping up a little bit, like they would include it into their voiceover work and it was just so rewarding.
1: It's so great. I mean, there's a couple of times where like Chance, the dog actor, fucked up and like would run into a tree by accident. <laughs> and then like Michael J. Fox would just use it and he's like, oh, go for hole. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: Yeah, Michael J. Fox just crushed it. He's so the best. cute. Yeah. Um, so we're running through nature. They're starting to encounter other animals in the wild raccoons and skunks and bears. And then we approach a river that we need to swim across. And Sassy's obviously not about to get in that water. So she's jumping rocks, then she falls into the fucking rapids. And I did not like watching that actual cat actor. Cat,
1: cactor, cactor is the tr- correct term.
0: <laughs> Sometimes I can't tell if you're kidding because you're so earnest <laughs> all the time. <laughs> cactor, yes, uh, yeah. I don't know how they did it, I'm sure it was very safe, but that cat looked so upset.
1: I'll tell you right now. <laughs> Thank you. So, the cat was trained to jump from one rock to the other, she was also really accustomed to the water, and she could swim really well. When she goes into the river at the first point, they put her in really shallow water with a harness on. She gets released by one trainer and swam to the second trainer, and then there's people swimming underneath her to make sure she's okay. It's just a ton of different cuts of, like, a cat swimming in a very controlled area that's a lot less choppy than you'd think. And the cat really liked it, apparently, because it kept purring.
0: <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. So all that, like, scared sh- cat shrieking was just, they dubbed it later. They
1: did a lot of that. I mean, so they used a few cats for this scene. And apparently, Gosh. each one of them was only in the water for eight seconds. and. Oh the okay. waterfall I mean we haven't got to this part yet but <laughs> so shadow comes and tries to get sassy oh, God. And he- I
0: really thought like he was gonna save her like I had no doubt in my mind that he was gonna save her and they're like calling for each other and it's like shadow help me sassy oh. sassy shadow sassy
1: I just hate seeing shadow fail he didn't do his job and it's weird because I, one of the fun facts that I read about was that the cover of the VHS shows like a scene that never happened. Chance and Shadow trying to get Sassy out of the water.
0: Yeah, right. And
1: I think Chance wasn't at that point in his relationship with Sassy yet. So, no. But she falls over the waterfall. <laughs> That's what I'm
0: getting at. I yelled. I couldn't <laughs> believe we watched this cat go over this giant ass waterfall. It's huge, it's a very it's big massive. waterfall. And there's no sign of sassy, and Shadow is devastated. He's just like, I had a responsibility to love and protect her, and you too, and Peter, just like you have for Jamie. And like Chance is finally starting to respect the wisdom that Shadow is imparting. And he's just like, I was looking at him and he just looked like the first dog who ever walked the earth. Just so wise. And he's just like staring at the waterfall, mourning his friend. And One
1: of the best parts of this movie is like the realizations and the things that the animals learn. It's not so like staggered, like something happens and then it's unbelievable that they would come to this like truism about life. You could see the progression of Chance, like understanding what it means to be a dog and really caring about something through all the events of the movie, like gradually. Yeah, And
0: totally. it's so believable.
1: Yes. This movie is so fucking good.
0: Big character arc. <laughs> yes. So um, they decide to move on because Sassy has clearly been gobbled up. By this waterfall. But then an old bird watcher finds Sassy washed up on the shore and takes her back to his log cabin because she's alive. The farm lady comes back and realizes they're gone. Oof. What a fucking phone call you have to make. Big
1: woof. Yeah.
0: She has to call the family and tell them that all their pets are gone. And
1: after like all the kids individually kind of grilled her at first like, hey, you're going to take care of my cat, right? And she's like, oh, of course.
0: Yeah. She's like, I got you. It's fine, don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of your pets and leave for several days. Yeah,
1: and let your cat get like mule kicked by a horse or something like (laughs) that. Right, there are a lot of big
0: (laughs) animals on that farm. (laughs) I don't know, but yeah, so these kids are fucking devastated. And at first, their stepdad is kind of like I don't know. Like, he's just kind of being a little defeatist about it. Like, he's just like, you know, to find three animals in the wild, it's like a needle in a haystack. We kind of be- need to be realistic. Uh, 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 yeah.
1: Cut it out. Stop. Stop saying that stuff.
0: And of course, Peter's like, this is your fault. And yeah. it's true. And I was like, at first I was like, oh, he's going to be like a douchey stepdad character. And then it's like, no, he actually like, he feels really bad. Prints up some lost pet signs on like the most ancient piece of garbage i've ever seen it's like the letters are like made in blocks like yes
1: it's like a bunch of lines that make up
0: (laughs) he sends out these signs everywhere sassy comes to in this cabin she's being taken care of shadow and chance start getting stalked by a mountain lion or a cougar do we know which one
1: it's a cougar Cougar. but i don't know is there a difference i have no idea
0: don't know And they just come up with this like elaborate plan to seesaw this kitty off a cliff, (laughs) and it fucking works. Another cat eated off a cliff.
1: (laughs) In the beginning, he does the same for Sassy, who's on an actual seesaw, and he kind of like jumps up and flings the cat Sassy into a the big litter box, which is yeah, catapult
0: into the sandbox. Yes. Oh, he catapulted her. Is that the first time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't get it. <laughs> There's
1: so many. I mean, how could you like everything is some funny <laughs> dog cat joke?
0: <laughs> I should be doing more, but it's cloudy out. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Puts a damper on my brain. Seasonal depression.
1: is real. <laughs> it's,
0: tar- it's very dark and it's only four o'clock. So yeah, so they catapult this cougar off a cliff and into the water. Yay, teamwork.
1: I think you you could guess this, but it's a fake cougar going over that cliff. Just uh, for all you animal rights activists out there.
0: Something they just picked up at the Rainforest Cafe. They were just yes. like, this'll do. <laughs>
1: Can we borrow this?
0: This is yeetable, right? <laughs> so... uh these doggies are stoked. They're barking. They're so pumped. Sassy hears, runs to find them. And then we have this beautiful scene where they're running across the field towards each other. And it's like, Sassy, <sighs> Shadow. And she's like, Oh, my boys. I'm like, actually getting emotional.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so great.
0: I have goosebumps. I'm like, <laughs> She's just like, My boys. <laughs>
1: And like she, her and Chance, like haven't been getting along before this. And now, like, she's so happy to see him and he's so happy to see her. It's so great.
0: I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, this
1: is so fucking great.
0: It's so good. And like, they're just so happy to see each other. They're jumping all over each other and they're back on the journey.
1: And the way that they got the cat to like hug was they just strategically placed some cat food on the dog's face.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I figured it had to be something like that. Yes. <laughs> so the threesome are back on the road. Chance gets. Fucked in the face by a porcupine.
1: Also, these are totally fake too. Don't worry. Of course, the rubber needles were attached to his face with spirit gum, which is like to apply like beards and mustaches to faces. Mm-hmm. And when Sassy comes to try to get the porcupine quills out, some more cat food, of course, was placed on, oh, on no. Chance's head. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can tell because she's like biting his lip she's like pulling at the bottom of his lip and michael j fox is like that's my lip
1: <laughs> it's so good throughout this whole movie that dog is so patient there's like some scenes where like there's like six humans like scratching him and being all horrible to him and he's just chill all of them are i
0: mean are they being horrible to him or are they just like loving on no him? i
1: mean it's just like give him some air man <laughs> yeah
0: it's true they're like, whatever, he's only in the scene for eight seconds, then we swap him out for the other chance. <laughs>
1: That's right. Oh, also in the scene, the porcupine scene was shot in cuts, of course, and it's a real porcupine and a fake dog. <gasps> they, they let the porcupine hit the fake dog to show the contact, then it's really Chance. Oh,
0: God, I have to go back and rewatch that.
1: <laughs> the sound, too, is like, you know, they've got oh, like the yeah. it's dog gr- squeal. It's gross.
0: When will Chance learn his damn lesson? I feel like this is a hard lesson because this one really kind of knocks him out
1: it deflated him yeah
0: yeah meanwhile peter finds the posters that his stepdad made and is like all right maybe he's not so bad after all Back in the woods, Shadow finds a little girl who's lost calling for her mommy. Oh, God. There's like a search party looking for her and her parents are just fucking devastated. Like,
1: I have no idea how the situation came about either.
0: No, they give us no background.
1: No, it's just a kid in her jammies like in the middle of a gigantic forest. I have no idea how she got there.
0: You know, they look after her in the night and protect her. and She's like this little girl's like hugging Shadow and... And the next morning, they hear the search party coming and Shadow goes to get them. (laughs) This is the one line I take issue with this whole movie. Shadow starts barking at the search party and the dad (laughs) of the little girl turns around and goes, what is it, old fella?
1: Yeah, for some reason, this specific scene, all of it is like ADR. Yeah. Maybe like the sounds of the forest were too much. So it's like them recording over their actors, like Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. lip sync. It feels very canned and strange.
1: It's really strange.
0: But uh, Shadow leads them back to little Molly. They're so grateful. The park rangers see them and recognize them from the posters. And you're like, yes. Yes. Easy as that. They bring them to an animal shelter. they
1: almost home. They
0: call it the family. They're so pumped. They pull all their kids out of school. They're like, we're going to get our pets. <sighs> Of course, the animals don't know what's going on. No. Chance just knows they're at the pound, quote unquote, and he's freaking out. He's got major PTSD and Shadow's like, damn, Chance was right.
1: Yeah, Chance was right the whole time. Yep. Hit like a big sign out front and it's like bright red with this Doberman outline. It looks like it's the scariest place ever. looking. I think when we were all kids, we like hated these people that worked at the animal shelter. And in reality, they really are trying to help them. They're like taking the quills out of Chance's They're all so
0: nice to them. They're just like, like, here, we're going to take care of you. Your family's coming. It's true. We're like, they're the bad guys. Get away. Yeah, get them. They're so nice. But these animals, they just got to get the heck out of there sassy leads a rescue mission she's getting cat called by the dogs they train this cat to fucking scale a gate and open the latch it's wild
1: so the cat was climbing to retrieve some food that was placed on the lock and responding to a buzzer this cat is goddamn amazing
0: these cats
1: these right all right, all 10 of them
0: are amazing but you know they get the porcupine quills out of chance's face they all team up and escape and the family is literally about to pull up I would be so pissed. I would not be that understanding if I pull up to an animal shelter and they're just like, I don't know what to tell you. We got outsmarted by your pets. Yeah. I'd be like, are you fucking kidding me?
1: Do you understand like how important these things are to me? And you just like fuck this whole thing up?
0: This is your whole job.
1: Right. What else do you have to do? I mean, you have to hold them down while I get to the... No, you have to just keep them in there. Yeah. We're going to be right there.
0: We'll be right there. Yeah, so literally like ships in the night, but the family's like, we're not going to give up. And the dad's like, they might just make it all the way home, even though he doesn't know that's where they're going. They come over the ridge and they're like, look, we made it, even though it just is like a random town in the distance. It's like, looks, I, I have no idea how they would know that. They just know. I guess the magnetic fields. They're crossing over these railroad tracks in this junkyard and Shadow falls through some old rotted boards down into a hole in the mud. Oh, It's fucking brutal.
1: And I'd also like to say this is another instance when the dogs are okay
0: of course but they make him look so sad Sad, so sad oh my sad. god like sassy and chance are trying to get shadow to climb out of the hole and he keeps sliding down in the mud and he just lies down he's just like giving up
1: yeah he's like i'm too old
0: yeah it's time for you to go on without me and chance is like not today you push me this far i'm not gonna let you quit and shadows like it's time to go on without me you've learned everything you need now all you need to do is learn how to say goodbye
1: oh my god i have full full body shivers right now
0: yeah me too i'm getting emotional
1: oh my god
0: i like can no longer breathe through my nose it's i like, don't know <laughs> emotional oh you never like you're not and it's true like that's what dogs teach us like they teach us everything except for how to say goodbye to them oh oh fuck (laughs) this
1: is so oh and he's trying to like climb up and he keeps sliding back And you keep like thinking about all the things about him like protecting peter and like the only thing he wants to do is go and protect him it's not like he, it's like so unselfish of him.
0: Yeah, it's not a selfish. It's just like,
1: uh, oh,
0: fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is such
1: a bad idea.
0: Why didn't we even think like 30 more seconds? I don't know. I didn't think of, about it. <laughs> no, I didn't either. I was just like, oh, that funny movie where the animals talk. <laughs> I did not think a second about it, Probably because I did, just genuinely didn't remember it. But you did, oh, you son did. of a bitch. And now I'm we're so weeping sorry. on the podcast. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck. All right. <laughs> we have to get through this. Yes. Okay. So, fuck. Chance is like, I love you, Shadow.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. Like. That's <laughs> he the He finally part.
0: loves something. He, like, understands oh. love. And he's like, I won't let you give up. Then we just... It just blacks out.
1: Yeah, we leave them there.
0: We just don't even know what happens. We cut back. (laughs) The kids are back at their house. And they're like all playing basketball with their stepdad. And the girl's like, daddy. And then she like looks at him and like to make sure it's okay. Girl, I've been there so many times.
1: This is the first time I recognize the significance of that. Because she says daddy. And then the, the new dad like looks to the new son. And he's like, yeah, come on, dad. Like let's play, and yeah. in my mind, and when I was a kid, I thought it was like that he didn't know whether he could play with the daughter unless the son said it was okay. <laughs> and now I was like, oh right, you <laughs> fucking idiot.
0: <laughs> uh yeah, no, they just are like embracing this man in their lives as their new dad. Um, He's a good dad too. He is. He's been really trying hard. As far as stepdads and movies go, he's a good one. He's a good one. They're playing basketball and then he's just like, did you hear that? And then they're all like listening. They hear like barking. They're like, Full body
1: shivers again. I can't do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking. Okay. I'm going to go quick. (laughs) Okay. Over the ridge, Chance comes running to Jamie and he's just like, Jamie, Jamie, that's my boy. Jamie, my boy. I love you, Jamie. And he finally loves his boy. Oh. And then they're all just like, oh, Chance, you scoundrel. And then next is Sassy. I'm like, why do they have to stagger their entrances like I that? I have no idea. They've been walking together the whole time. <laughs> they just have to make us scared.
1: They like the dramatics of it.
0: Uh, I can't breathe. Okay. Next is Sassy. <laughs> my whole nose a soul from the inside <laughs> first time crying on the podcast i think so yeah definitely okay next is sassy she's reunited with hope and the whole family's just like looking out on the horizon peter's looking and waiting for shadow and he's just not oh. coming He's just not coming and he's not coming. And Peter like turns around. He's like, he's too old.
1: And this time was the first time I really, really like thought about what he really meant. He's dead. Like he's out there and they made it. And now he's like dead in the forest because he was too old.
0: And you can't even say goodbye.
1: No, but don't worry. (sighs) Don't worry, guys.
0: (laughs) Shadow comes hobbling over the ridge. And they run to each other. He's able to like pick up the speed a little bit, even though he's I was like, also, how did they make a dog limp if he's not actually hurt?
1: They put a little bead, a wooden bead, between his toes that didn't hurt him but gave him like a weird sensation to make him like you know, Aww. when you put something like on a dog's foot, maybe. Yeah, like, a like sock when you put them something? when you
0: put shoes on dogs and they walk all yeah. weird.
1: So they did that and then oh. Okay. God. But him him limping and then like oh my Full god all running okay. hearing and seeing Peter like he's he starts like running and getting over his limb oh my god
0: yeah and they're just like Shadow Peter Shadow I was so worried about you and Chan says like seeing him like it just looks like he's a puppy again reunited with his best friend oh
1: <sighs> it's so great
0: It's so good, and Chance is just like, for the first time, he knows now that he has a family, and he says, for the first time in my life, I was home. And that's the end of the film. (laughs) That's it. Uh, Okay. This. I was so not expecting this at all.
1: I I was kind of expecting it. I had a, (laughs) a rough go of it watching it yesterday. Oh. This is movie is so fucking great.
0: Yeah, it's really good. Okay, rate right into some me because I need to blow my nose.
1: Okay. <laughs> um, I think I've watched this movie more than almost any movie in my life. And I love every scene, every line. It's so strange that this movie worked out. It's like you're zooming in on dogs' faces and hear Michael J. Fox talking. It, it's just so weird, and it still just works.
0: Yeah, on paper, it sounds like a terrible idea.
1: And maybe it was for Lost in San Francisco or whatever the next one was, but this one worked so well. You love Shadow. Every one of the characters like learned something and something great about animals and abandonment and loyalty, the things that you owe to the people that you love, how great pets are. And dogs, and I just I I don't have any ability to look at this movie critically like I did with Almost Famous. I'm gonna give this movie ten out of ten porcupine quills.
0: Oh yeah,
1: I had to. There's nothing yeah. you could do. That's ten no. out of ten for me.
0: I I take it. I get it. I fully get it. For me, like <laughs> this was an emotional experience. While it made me feel like wow, our Pets are amazing. We don't deserve them. They're little angel babies. It also like confirmed for me why I don't want a pet because my heart bleeds for them constantly. Like mm-hmm. anytime I leave the house to go like live my life, I feel guilt and I just like can't deal with it. But they live on a farm. They can handle it. The voice acting was so strong. The cast was great. It was done well. The animals were phenomenal. Again, like just like we couldn't find any really poor reviews out there. Like there's really nothing right. bad you can say about it. Like it just, it is what it is, and it's good. I'm gonna give this movie eight out of ten yeeted kitties. Nice.
1: <laughs> and I just want to say, Adopt, don't shop. Go adopt a dog or cat or foster because this is the best. Mm-hmm. The animals are the best, and this movie's the best. And go <laughs> help out some fucking pets because they're the best, and we don't deserve them.
0: Yeah, I would agree. If you have any questions about fostering dogs, you should hit up Dan because yes. uh, Dan, who has is headed up. Philly fosters he Mm -hmm. has fostered many dogs and finds them wonderful homes so if you want to get involved in that definitely reach out to us on social media and Dan will give you all the info
1: and if you're looking to adopt a dog I can always look out for dogs and let you know when I'm fostering and you can come meet them So, let
0: Dan find you your new dog
1: yeah exactly it'll be great
0: the dog will be way funnier after living with Dan for a little bit and then (laughs) he'll live with you
1: You'll pick up all my habits to cry (laughs) during Homeward Found when we watch it together.
0: Lord help. Okay, well, thank you everyone for listening. I hope we didn't cause too much emotional damage today. We'll do something really fucking heartless for the next episode.
1: (laughs) Right. Let's just go back to something that's stupid and silly. I mean,
0: we're coming off of point break. So it's like some emotional depth could. It's fine, I think. (laughs) It
1: took us by surprise. (laughs) Just give us a break.
0: If we had known what we were getting ourselves into, clearly not. Everybody go blow your noses. And we'll see you next week here on Millennial Movie Club.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Millennial Movie Club.
0: If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and write us a glowing review.
1: We are millennials. We kind of need the validation.
0: For even more goodies, be sure to follow Millennial Movie Club on TikTok and Instagram. Later Later days. days.